Hi all, welcome to Just News. This is episode 27 and I am Nakul Gupta. This episode was recorded on Wednesday, the 20th of November and covers the news of the day. Based on some feedback, I'm going to try something different in this episode in terms of format. Let's see how it goes. Please do leave feedback if you have an opinion one way or the other. Starting off with world geopolitical news, the big news story is that in the ongoing impeachment hearings against US President Donald Trump, the US ambassador to the European Union, Gordon Sondland, has admitted publicly that he told Ukraine to investigate US politician Joe Biden and Joe Biden's son under explicit instructions from President Trump. The impeachment hearings have been broadcast live on public television. Moving on to South America, in Bolivia, police killed 3 protesters while trying to clear a path for gas tanks to leave a plant near the capital city of La Paz. If you recall, political protests have engulfed the country after doubts on the sanctity of the recent general elections were raised. Moving to the Middle East, Israel has fired several missiles at Iranian military targets present within Syria in retaliation to an alleged rocket fired by the Iranians into Israeli territory. Syria reported that two civilians were killed in the missile attack while also claiming that its air defenses were able to take down most of the Israeli missiles. Sticking with Israel, the country will likely head for general elections for a third time next year after parties were unable to resolve the hung parliament. Finally coming to our own neighborhood, Sri Lanka's new president Gotabaya Rajapaksa will bring his brother Mahindra Rajapaksa into his government as the prime minister. Mahindra Rajapaksa is himself a former president of the nation. Next we'll move to world markets and we'll start with the China US trade dispute wherein reports have suggested that US president Donald Trump has told his cabinet that if China does not agree to a phase 1 trade deal soon he will further increase tariffs on Chinese goods. Global markets fell on this news. And sticking with trade news, Japan's exports in October fell 9.2% year on year which was the lowest in 3 years moving homewards to india's geopolitical news and the main news item of the day the congress and the nationalist congress party have indicated that they may soon form a government in maharashtra in an alliance with the shiv sena until now both parties had been reluctant to admit that they were in discussions with the shiv sena And now moving on to an interesting report that may have an impact on the Indian economy public sector companies may acquire up to 2 lakh hectares of land which will be allocated for solar parks this is intended to reduce the risk of land availability and acquisition for private solar generation companies coming to two changes on the regulatory front both of which are to do with sebi the market regulator Firstly, listed firms must now disclose any failure to repay loan obligations for over 30 days from the date of repayment within 24 hours of crossing the 30 day mark. And secondly, SEBI may also initiate stricter norms for the portfolio management services industry. Two suggestions are an increase in minimum net worth requirement for such firms from rupees 2 crores to rupees 5 crores and a minimum investment of rupees 50 lakhs up from the current 20 lakhs in portfolio management products coming to four important news updates from indian companies firstly 
the RBI has initiated the insolvency process for housing financier DHFL under the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code. This will make DHFL the first non-banking financial company to undergo the bankruptcy process under the code. The company has about Rs 1 lakh crores in debt obligations. Moving on to another company which has been under pressure for defaulting on debt obligations, which is SL Group, reports have suggested that SL Group may sell 16.5% stake in its flagship company Z Entertainment to repay its obligations. The group's post-sales stake in Z will be about 5% and the pledged holdings of Z after the sale will be just about 1%. Sticking with the theme of fundraising, Tata Motors has raised $300 million by issuing senior notes at the Singapore Exchange Securities Trading. A senior note is a debt instrument that has priority in repayment in case of liquidation of the issuer. And the final interesting update is that Samsung is likely to restart production of TVs in India in a tie-up with a local manufacturer. This comes after the government erased import tariffs on open cell displays which are a crucial part of the TVs. And finally, a quick update on the status of Indian markets as of market close on 20th November. The Nifty was at 11,999 points which was up 59 points from the previous close. The USD INR exchange rate was 71.751 rupees per dollar which was about 12 paise down from the previous close. The yield on the 10-year Indian GSEC was at 6.458% which was about 2 basis points down from the previous close. Remember, 1 basis point is 100th of a percentage point. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening. As always, I request your help in spreading the word about this podcast to your family, friends and colleagues. If you have any thoughts or feedback, please write to me at justnewspodcast at the rate gmail.com. That's justnewspodcast at the rate gmail.com. Hope you'll join me again for tomorrow's episode. Bye-bye.